Welcome back and happy Thanksgiving 2020 to you. An explosive day yesterday. We were promised that the Kraken would be released and it has been released. A number of theories around what the Kraken really is and what it isn't. But what we can say for sure is that uh, Pennsylvania brought it big time. If you watched the hearing yesterday, then you had to have been sitting there with your mouth open like the rest of the country. I think Mike Cernovich stated it best. I mean, he was blown away. And and I think it, it was good that, that there was a lead up to, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a lead up to uh, a run up to the bombs that were dropped yesterday. And, you know, as a as a pilot, one one of the things that you do, pilot in training, I should say, pilot in spirit. <laughs> one of the things that's very important is your run up, <laughs> and your run up affords you, you know, all of your last minute checks and balances to make sure that the the fuel pump and all these things are 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 working in tandem. And really, what you feel in the yoke of the aircraft is is like this. It's 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 anxious to to do what it was designed and created to do. It's there's like a lurching, right? In your in your feet are uh, on your on your on your pedals to ensure that it's not lurching ahead as you increase, you know, the engine velocity and all of that while you're sitting still. Um, and 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 you there's some thrust that's created there, and there's just this anticipation that I love that you feel in the aircraft because as a pilot at heart and someone uh, who's, who's training to become a pilot, the only way I can fly something or drive something or write about something, uh, be in a relationship with someone, I have to wear it completely. I have to put it on. I have to put the aircraft on. I have to wear it almost like a set of wings. Like I have to become one with this piece of machinery so that I can feel what I'm doing. I can feel it with my hands. I can sense things that I'm hearing, that I'm smelling, um, that I'm seeing, right? There's so much that goes on below the surface that you can't see that's happening. There's an enormous amount of trust between the pilot and in the aircraft. Anything could go wrong, especially in a smaller aircraft. You're like flying a lawnmower for God's sakes. <laughs> You're flying a weed eater, with, you know, a lawnmower capacity. Um, so many things can go wrong. There, there, there are, you know, but you fly the airplane and you trust that after you've successfully uh, navigated through the run-up, that that thing is going to fly. When there's enough ground speed, there's enough wind, there's enough uh, propel, uh, uh, propelling uh, torque, all, all that stuff. I'm, I'm trying to think of dri- driving terms. There's thrust, you know, there's all of that. 
that affords lift. And there's just this great anticipation and you can feel the aircraft wanting to lurch forward and take off because that's what it was designed to do. And we as Americans were designed to fly. We were designed to fly freely. That is our birthright. That is how God saw us in his heart and his mind. A nation of liberty. And so I want to encourage you today that instead of giving any room at all to the enemy of liberty, who I happen to believe as a Christian is Satan, I do believe that there's a spiritual battle going on. Ephesians 6 and 12 is where my head is constantly. And when I forget, I fall into my flesh like the rest of you. Um, And we do have very real adversaries in the world carrying out the enemy's work in this earth. But what you saw happen yesterday is something you should be celebrating around your tables today. You can give yourself permission to do that. Some of you are afraid to do that. Some of you are timid You're not sure if it's time to celebrate, but every victory is worthy of a celebration. And what Sidney Powell released yesterday in the way of that torque, that that we have been aching and lurching forward as a nation. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? You know, we've been accusing each other. We've been doubting. We've seen people falling away from President Trump. We've, you know, people are like, screw it. I don't even want to do this anymore. Whatever. I'm done. I'm not showing up to vote. I don't give a damn about this anymore. You can't trust anybody. This is ridiculous. Nobody's bringing the evidence forward that we need. Uh, You know, people, you guys have been taking poison pills for the past three weeks from mainstream media and your network news outlets, uh, cable outlets, And I've warned you about that because it is dangerous to take in negative information while you're in waiting. It's like, it would be like you sitting in the cockpit and you're ready to take off. You're in that ramp, you're in that run up, you're off to the side of, of the, um, of the runway and in you, you've already taxied out, you're off to the side and you're doing all of your last-minute checks and balances, and you feel that torque, and you're ready to go, and you know the airplane's going to fly, everything's, you, that's it. It's, you're, you're ready to go. But someone's in your ear, like someone from Control Tower, mainstream media news, is in your ear telling you, it's not going to work. You're not going to get the lift. You'll never make it. You can't do this. The aircraft can't fly. You don't have enough wind beneath your wings. You're not capable... And so that's, to me, as, as someone who enjoys flying and someone who enjoys being free, someone who enjoys my freedom and who understands the value of boundaries and law and due process, right? I, I think we have been manipulated and burdened and abused long enough as a nation We were told this was a big fat nothing burger by people that we have trusted in media. I've been told the same thing, even by loved ones, you know, who are starting to, you know, they fell down in the middle of the race and skinned their knees and tried to take me with them. Um, And I just, I refused to move. What Lynn Wood has dropped in the state of Georgia, what Sidney Powell dropped yesterday, um, the, the mounds of evidence um, we know now that there has been 
widespread fraud in the state of Georgia, as well as Pennsylvania, and you're going to see it uncovered in other states as well. We're flying. The wind is beneath our wings. We have enough ground speed and we have enough airspeed for lift and for this to carry us over into another four years. I cannot encourage you enough in that. I feel very strongly about that. I just, I'm coming on today to simply tell you it's okay to celebrate in your heart every single parcel of ground that the Lord redeems in your personal life and in this nation. It's okay. Sometimes we've been robbed for so long. We've been parched, dehydrated. We're starving. We don't even know it spiritually. And, and life has robbed us of a lot of things. Love, peace, comfort, protection, joy, safety, um, clarity, right? People have robbed us in relationships. Um, we have failed others. I mean, there's any number of instances where the enemy of liberty, life, justice, joy, peace comes to steal, kill, and destroy because that's what he does. That's just his nature. That's his kingdom's nature, right? And so when things start to turn around, some people are like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know that I can trust that. I don't know that I can trust that. That's why I've said this whole time, providence, process, and procedure. And there are people working diligently around the clock to ensure that they are in alignment with providence by virtue of process and procedure. And they've been positioned strategically throughout life to ensure that they have the skills and the tools and the stamina to take process and procedure across the finish line where providence intends it to reign. And that's what's happening with people like Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, Lynn Wood, and others who are on the front lines of fighting this battle on behalf of God, the author of liberty and justice and truth and equality and all those things and safety and providence. I fully believe that. So I want to release you today to enjoy and celebrate what was just uncovered yesterday and to turn off the naysayers. The tide is turning. You have lift. You have wind under your wings. We have wind under our wing, our wings as a nation. And it's okay to celebrate that. The number one thing that's been robbed from us, I believe, over the past four years of President Trump's administration is our God-given birthright to celebrate what God has done to turn the tide of this country to answer our prayers. Some of you are still saying if God's people would just you know, repent and humble themselves, and, and that's true, and, and God would heal our land. Four years has come and gone, and you are still parroting that scripture as if he neglected us and flew right over us and did not honor himself in his word. Millions of Christians have prayed, they've confessed, they have repented from wickedness. They have asked for God's mercy, and he said, here you go. He has restored justice, he has restored our boundaries, he has restored order in a number of ways. 
as a nation. And we've been robbed of the ability to celebrate that because we've been abused by narratives, by allegations, false accusations, witch trials, impeachment trials, uh, witch hunts, craziness coming from a demon, I mean, just demonically possessed uh, sect of politics. And the media is, y'all got to know, the word says that, you know, uh, Satan is the prince of the air. So nothing that comes off of the airwaves surprises me in the way of manipulating you. And the only reason that people seek to manipulate you is to own you. It's to have power over you. And that is not what God intended. So I also want to encourage you that if you're part of a church where your pastor has already um, conceded, and they're telling you that it's biblical for you to concede to wicked authority, you need to find another church and fast. You don't need to gather your things and walk out of that church. You need to run from that church because those are the same pastors telling you that God hates divorce. When you come to church with a black eye, and a bloody nose, and you're getting your ass kicked seven days out of the week. Or your kids are being molested by a spouse, and your pastor tells you, well, God says to submit to your husband, and he hates divorce. That's that same deluded spirit of religion that kills. And it is killing a large part of the church through this entire political effort. So if your pastor is telling you that abortion is okay, Jesus is cool with that, you know, that we don't need borders because Jesus was a refugee. Um, If your pastor is moving you in any shape or form of guilt, you need to remove yourself and your family very quickly from that teaching, from that spirit. It is costly. It is deadly. It is deadly to your spirit and to your soul. And that's what's happening in the church right now. I've spoken with a multitude of pastors in the past few days who, you know, thank God I have some brothers and a few sisters who are in ministry who get it. They have eyes to see and ears to hear, and they have discernment and understanding, and they're walking in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we're excited about what's coming. And we're ready to celebrate. We're not going to go through another four years of agonizing and apologizing for our victory. We're not going to be told that we are political bastards, that we are deplorables, that we stole something, that we are illegitimate. That's what I mean by bastards, that we are illegitimate political kids. No, we're not with an illegitimate uh, figurehead as the president. We're, I, I refuse that. I'm refusing that now ahead of our victory. And I want to invite you to join me in that effort. So I just I just wanted to come on today and, and talk to you and sit with you for just a minute and sup with you to encourage you that you don't have to diminish our victories and they're going to be one after another and it's going to culminate in an actual victory that was rightfully earned on behalf of this president. The only president of the United States of America we have right now. 
and that we will have for another four years in the man of Donald J. Trump. I say that as a Christian, not a Trumplican. I'm very grateful for President Trump. I'm glad that he was fashioned as a weapon of war for such a time as this. I'm grateful for that. And each of us who are fighting this battle have been fashioned for the same time, for the same purpose right now. It's exciting. It doesn't have to be laborious. It can be exciting. It doesn't have to be burdensome in the way of just wiping you out. It can be exciting. And we're going to have some little setbacks. Set your mind to victory. No matter what the setback looks like, no matter who is shouting from the rooftops that we did it wrong, that doesn't count, someone threw it out, the courts have said this, toss it. Do not allow it into your personal space. I also want to encourage you to today, I don't. I know I'm a little bit of a weirdo this way, and no, I don't pray to Oprah and I don't stand in circles with flowers and candles and I would never tell my child to choose her own gender, uh, but I think there's a lot of power in vocalizing to people sitting at your dinner tables what you are thankful for about them. There's a lot of power in that because some of you underestimate how many people sitting at your table are carrying burdens of shame, guilt. They remember stuff that's happened in their relationship with you and with others at the table. Um, You know, there's the unspoken, the unmentionables. I live in the South. I live in the South, but I was raised in a Greek and German household. So nothing really went unsaid. (laughs) And especially by me. Uh, but if you weren't shouting, it was, you just weren't going to be hurt. So, you know, I'm not afraid of confrontation, obviously. That's why I do what I do the way I do it, like it or not. Follow me or unfollow me. But there's something I really enjoy doing because God has gifted me with that gift. And that is the gift of edification and encouragement. It's, it's one of my spiritual gifts is edification. And I love seeing the look on people's face when you're like, okay, it's time. Let's go around the table, and and each one of us is going to say, you know what, especially during someone's birthday. It, this drives my daughter nuts. Inevitably, though, she walks away with like this grandiose dose of, wow, I had no idea people saw that about me. Because our self chatter is usually really negative because it's self and it's also Satan <laughs> trying to always diminish the light that God has placed in us. Uh, amid all of our sin. And so every birthday, I'm like, okay, everybody go around the table and tell, you know, Alex something about Allie that you think is special uh, or something that you admire or love about her, something that's a, an experience with her that you really was formidable and, and you'll, you know, it's memorable. And she's like, oh God, here we go with my crazy, you know, kumbaya mom. Um, but inevitably it yields like real transformation and it yields growth. And everyone at the table, initially people are so uncomfortable because they're like, what's the wrong thing to say? What's the right thing to say? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. But all it takes is one person to break the seal. And you would be amazed, especially fathers, how much your children need to hear what you admire about them. What do you love about your children? For God's sakes, man, they're part of you. There's got to be something that you're grateful for about yourself that you see in your children. 
and it and it and it pays back. It's like a mirror when you speak it over your kids. It immediately comes back to you because you birthed them and you raised them. So I want to encourage you to speak life over your families today in gratitude. Name at least three things that you're grateful for in your life. Uh, And there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. And then look at someone around the table. Even someone that you've, you know, had issues with. And especially someone you've had issues with. And tell them something, one thing that you are grateful for about them. I'm telling you, you will change the trajectory of someone's life doing that. That's church. That's Christianity. That is building the body of Christ. That is God showing up and working through you to alter the direction of someone's life and to bring healing. Okay. I got to run. I am not cooking this year. Praise the Lord. I am going out to dinner. I'm going to be a COVID rebel. (laughs) My county sent out a fantastic emergency reminder yesterday while I was sitting in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, nonetheless, to stay home for Thanksgiving. Love your neighbor. Stay home and just, you know, be miserable. Sit in your closet. (laughs) Eat your frozen turkey dinner by yourself and your cats and like it because you'll save your neighbor's life. Crazy times, man. Crazy. I like, no, that's all good. We made a reservation. We plan on having a couple glasses of wine and eating some southern food and and enjoying each other. And you should do the exact same thing. All right? Be back with you guys. Maybe tomorrow. I think I have a really cool interview tomorrow. So stay tuned. Powerful, powerful man. Man of God. He's rocking it out right now. Leading us all to the promised land of four more years, baby. All right. Happy Gobble Gobble. I love you. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, I sure do appreciate you sharing my work. Act like one. 